0: Why, hello, 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 hello. I just want to jump right in here and thank Aspen, Myrna, and Scoop the Dude. Thank you so much for your wonderful support over on Patreon. And if you out there want to support us over there, support our little podcast network, you can go over to patreon.com slash mushroomstation and check out what we got over there. All right. Enjoy the episode. It's a, it's a great bit that everyone loves yeah everyone loves that everyone I loves think, the ex, the phone call bit yeah when like
1: when you leave in any um, technical faux pas that never gets old or
0: it ne- it never gets old even once uh, <laughs> and it's very funny every single time yeah it's good it's it's free content absolutely free content <laughs> <laughs> You're about to witness a music podcast most foul. What you're about to hear is likely not safe for work. But if you're unperturbed by coarse language and sensitive content, you'll find yourself wrapped up in a world of music and mystery, the likes of which you've never heard before. Why don't you walk through the door and play our devious little game? Welcome everyone to Artificial Ghost Radio, and I gotta say, this episode has given me a little bit of a a little bit of a cavity.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to go to the dentist after this.
0: We're gonna have to go to the goddamn dentist. Uh, my name is Jupiter Actus.
1: My name is Joe Langlois,
0: and this is a. Uh, obviously a music podcast and no one would ever be mm-hmm. <laughs> confused
1: because what do you associate with going to the dentist's office the most <laughs> it's listening to music it's choosing music yeah. out of their weird library right,
0: right. well yeah because when you're in the waiting room for the dentist you know you should bring your headphones because mm-hmm. you might be waiting for a while and that is a great time to listen, so listen to listen
1: to, to this podcast oh, listen to music
0: yes so listen yes <laughs> No, you were right. You were correct. Um, Joe. Yeah. This this episode this episode's theme was chosen very arbitrarily mm-hmm. um and very at the last minute. Yeah. And so to the last minute that I actually forgot that I had chosen this theme okay. until I listened back to the previous episode. Cool.
1: I had a great time with it.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I, uh, uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm happy with my song. Oh yeah. I, I'm happy with it. I think it's going to be a, a real good one. Um, this though is very much the actual, like, first time we're really recording this year. Yeah, we technically recorded like the first week of January, but that like barely counts.
1: Yeah, we're it's a little squeaky and rusty and uh, whatever other terms make you think of something that's not been maintained in a little while.
0: I feel like every single time that we start a sh- one, an episode nowadays, we're like, we're a little rusty. A, I'm a little rusty. I ain't been podcasting in a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um but uh I think, you know, we've been away for so long. Uh not really technically. We've been a... <laughs> we released an episode two weeks ago, but um but we've been away for so long uh that I think the, the best way to get back into the swing of things is just to jump right into it. Yeah, let's no do fucking, that. No fucking bullshit, no yeah. fucking uh uh bits, no phone calls. <laughs>
1: no phone calls. We can't have any folks... I know every episode we end by calling our respective sisters. Yeah. Um, but this time, none of it. None of that bullshit.
0: No. None of that bullshit. <laughs> All right. Um, do you want to know what my song is? Oh, right. What's Look, the We didn't theme? even say what the theme was. This is Good a game job. show, Jupiter. You gotta, you gotta
1: <laughs> at least punch up the crowd a little bit.
0: <laughs> uh, it's so funny that... Uh, I used to call the show a game show, even though it makes no sense.
1: (laughs) It makes perfect sense. This is a game Uh, show with awards, with, uh, you know, what's behind door number one. There's a winner. There's there's always me. A a Yamaha keyboard that you can get.
0: (laughs) I already have one.
1: Gak, probably, or Goop, or whatever it is. yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, look, at the. I, this is the promise. This is the promise. At the end of this episode, one of us will be dunked in slime.
1: <laughs> <laughs> at least one of us. Come at on. least
0: one of us. <laughs> what are the conditions that will lead to this event? We'll find
1: out along the way.
0: <laughs> it changes every episode. <laughs> Alright, so as
1: we said, no bullshit. The theme this episode, the theme that you thought of last minute, last Uh episode, was a song Mm -hmm. that is sweet like
0: candy. It's sweet like candy. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm very curious how we each interpreted that theme, uh, because I feel like there is, you know, there's the obvious sort of answer to that conundrum, which is like, a, a super sappy love song or something mm-hmm. like that, you know, and um, I, I really, you know, I really wanted to sort of play outside of the box of, of my own theme as I, you know, as I tend to, I, I tend to want to play outside of the box um, mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, But I actually didn't this time, because (laughs) what I'm bringing is a sappy-ass love song.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, we are... Tis the season. I guess we're recording this the the week of Valentine's Day. It's coming out a little bit afterward, but...
0: Yeah, um, it's also... Still very much post Valentine's Day. It's post Valentine's this. Day, which you know maybe the
1: the sweet sappy lovey ness is kind of fading, but that candy is still there. It's got its heart wrapping paper. It's reminding you you need to have a sweet tooth. So yeah, the song will get us there. I'm sure. What is it?
0: Mm-hmm. The song that I am bringing for this episode uh, is a song that I. Fucking love with my whole ass heart. It is Butch for Butch oh, by yeah. Rio Romero.
1: Yeah, okay. You know this song? Uh, yes, I do. I do. It's a good it's a good track.
0: This is a fucking great track. I heard it for the first time maybe like six months ago, yeah. something like that. Yeah, me too. Uh, and like it just happened to pop up. And as soon as I heard it, I was just like, look. I don't give a shit about piano. Piano is not <laughs> one of my favorite instruments. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't care. But holy fuck, this this song really just hits.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so, uh, 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 and I don't. I don't really know anything about Rio, R- Rio Romero. This is the only song that I know by them. Yeah. Uh, but uh, like, you know what? I probably should listen to more. <laughs> I've, I've how- heard
1: more. There. You There's at least a couple more good songs, but let's, let's listen to this one. Let's, let's give this, this a little gay okay. listen and, um, <laughs> and then we can talk more about it.
0: No, no, Joe, we will be giving this an extremely heterosexual. <laughs> I don't think that's possible. I don't think that's possible. It's, Im- it's, it's, it's impossible. I will say when you, when you, uh, type the song into, into YouTube, cause I just want, I wanted to find the, the video for it. Um, one of the search results that you will, that you will get one of the like suggested searches is Butch for Burt, but Butch for Butch mail cover. Oh, okay. And it's like, what? No. Like huh? two
1: dudes named Butch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, let's, uh, let's, let's give the song a, a little listen, huh?
1: My sweetheart's piano is rat-filled, and mine is infested with. Bo- So, so the first thing that you said uh, about this song before we listened to it was, "I don't give a shit about piano," <laughs> and like, I'm not entirely sure that Rio Rome- Romeo gives a shit about piano. Like, it's, it's, it's the piano is to me, it's more of a prop than an instrument in the song.
0: Sure, yeah, I, I totally get that.
1: That's getting a little esoteric. Let's start at the bass level. Go ahead and tell me about this song.
0: First off, I I think we've been saying their name completely wrong, because I, for some reason, I, I think put another letter in there. I've been saying Rio Romero. Yeah, let's go ahead and just... It's probably Rio Romeo. Romeo. Yeah,
1: let's go ahead and just look up a quick pronunciation guide on Google.com.
0: If there is one, I would guess Rio Romeo. Yeah, Rio Romeo. Here's the thing. Here's the thing is that, and this is something that I've been like, like coming to understand more and more, is that speaking and reading things aloud are two very different skills. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So quick little sidebar over the last few months, I've gotten into this habit where I will read books to Amy as we're winding down in the evening many mm-hmm. nights not every night but just like as a go to bed activity um boy oh boy that's tough reading out loud is <laughs>
0: difficult
1: especially is. when you're
0: sleepy <laughs> uh-huh absolutely it's like it's so fun i've been noticing though, while streaming is that like like i can talk and talk and talk about whatever mm. is in my head for ever <laughs> as soon as i start And there will be no trouble. And then as soon as I have to read something aloud, Mm -hmm. I will stumble over my words and say everything wrong. Yeah, I've also noticed that, like,
1: I can read without thinking. So I'll, like, read two pages flawlessly, Mm -hmm. but I have no idea what I said.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Okay, anyway. Um, so this song is fucking amazing. Um... This is a, um, a, 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 just... uh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I have a lot of thoughts about Mm -hmm. this song, because, I, I gotta be honest, right? Like, a lot of, like, love songs kind of bounce off me, Yeah, you know? Like, I'll, uh, uh, either, right, they will be extremely sexual... (laughs) Mm-hmm. And I can like still vibe with the song, but like mm-hmm. it's, it's unrelatable to me as an yeah. asexual, Um, you know, but, or it will be uncompromisingly heterosexual. Yeah. And that obviously like I, you know, like I listen to a lot of musicians, so I hear a lot of het romance songs and it's fine. It's whatever, you know, like, and, but like, as a genre of song, most love songs just bounce right off me and don't really affect me in any meaningful way. And then, as soon as I heard this song for the first time, suddenly, I was just like, Oh! (laughs) Love songs can break through my iron defenses. (laughs) Because this song is so earnest and... Mm heartfelt and like, like, okay. So I am a lesbian, but I am not butch. I am Mm -hmm. butch. So, you know, kind of in the middle of, of femme and butch. I, I, I just sort of like go in whatever direction feels right at whatever Mm -hmm. moment. Um, but, uh, but a hundred percent, one hundred percent, uh, uh, I credit my, uh, uh, whole understanding and, uh, acceptance of my own self and gender and, um, uh, uh and, uh, sexuality and all of that to Butch Sapphics, mm-hmm. because they showed me that, uh, that... They showed me gender fluidity in a way that, like, was completely resonant with me. And and I think that, like, that is, like, even before getting into the lyrics of this song, that is something that, like, is incredibly important to understand. And uh, uh, not, like, not specifically about me, but, like, just the idea that gender and sexuality are inherently so fucking linked. Yeah. Like absurdly linked. And like I I feel like that is like a mistake that I see a lot of the time is that, you know, like I mean, look, the the a lot of times, you know, no shade here, but a lot of times the online queer community just sort of and this isn't 100% their fault cuz resources are hard to find, but uh actively ignore a lot of the sort of work that has already been done by the queer community before the internet was a thing. Yeah. Um And, uh, and that is something that is like, that is like, I don't know, that I just, a a mistake that I see a lot is this idea that, that somehow gender and sexuality are separate and that you can, you know, like that, you know, that being gay will have no effect on your gender. (laughs) Right, Right. Right. Um, because like inherently, um, like because... Gender as a concept is so, you know, tied to the societies that we live in and the structure and idea of gender and the presentation of gender is so determined by society, uh, but not determined by humanity. Right. That uh, that and that that like um, that cis normativity and heteronormativity are the same sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that like, that the, um, and I, I, want to say right here that Rio Romeo, uh, 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 I'm, I'm, their experience is obviously very, you know, personal to them. And also, they, as far as I know, uh, 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 based on everything I've seen, they are not a woman. Mm -hmm. So, me talking about like women here is not Necessarily applying to them yeah. in a, in any way that they wouldn't, you know, personally vibe with, right? Like, I'm, I'm not talking about Rio Romeo right now, but the, like, that, like, just as a very solid example at uh, that, um, that what is so, uh, uh, one of the, like, things that is so, um, important to the, like, cishet normative idea of womanhood as a gender is that it is subservient to men Mm -hmm. or at the very least is in contrast to men yeah and uh and so by expressing your sexuality as someone who you know either bi or lesbian or whatever as a sapphic human being being like, what does it mean for my gender for me to not be in direct association with men? Um, and so, like, this is like a, an, an entryway into an extremely long conversation yeah. that I could have. Mm-hmm. But, um, but that, like, that, that, the, that gender and sexuality are so inherently linked that, like, by, ch- by challenging like uh uh heteronormativity you are also challenging cisnormativity and you can't right. pretend that you're not um you look like you want to talk
1: I I, I just want to be careful like I I mm-hmm. I I think that yeah like gender and se- sexuality definitely linked fully full stop um mm-hmm. but they are different things like I, I like they are you you can pin your understanding of of sexuality of one's sexuality on their gender being being attracted to men only means a different thing for men a a man's sexuality sexuality than it does to a woman's sexuality right like sure yeah the the starting point gender and then what you're attracted to like yes you're right there there's a relationship there but it's not like I don't know. There's 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 just so many shades of gray,
0: and there are so many like individual uh, circumstances. A hundred percent, and like that is that is truly the thing, right? I is think that like like it, when it comes down
1: to it, it's like the gender and sexuality they are societal things, as you said. They are like you know they only really make sense in a society that has preconceived notions and. Rules or whatever guidelines set up that you can bend or break or express however you want. Mm
0: -hmm. But
1: at the same time, they are both very personal things. And sometimes, yeah, a lot of times in my experience, words are never going to like fully envelop your experience. They're helpful tools, but they should not ever be
0: considered like constraints or boxes. Exactly, exactly. Which is like, that is, that is a hundred percent the thing is that like, queerness is extremely personal. It is extremely like, like, I, that is the thing, right? Is that gender and sexuality are a, in, in truth, in the reality of our world, uh, even if it's not dictated by society, the reality of human existence is that gender and sexuality are an open playground that like, anyone will be able to, like, if they are in a space where they can explore that stuff, that they will find their own individual place and meaning with it. That, very much like you said, is kind of indescribable. Um, and I, I think that, that, like, like, fucking, I see it a lot with, like, uh, like, really, let's just be real, stupid as hell arguments that, like, saying that, like, words like butch and femme are exclusive to lesbians like fuck that yeah. like like no like it's like that is exactly the thing is that like um uh 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 is that um is that it is extremely personal and words can only do so much to uh uh explain it and like that's like you know talking about you know my own personal shit for a second like In terms of my gender, right, in terms of my sexuality, I identify very strongly with the word lesbian. I identify fairly strongly with the word woman. Mm -hmm. But, like, if you're trying to nail down qualities that strictly define the terms lesbian and woman... You will always fail to account for everyone who uses those terms and strongly identifies with them. There are, like, if you're playing that linguistics game, like, you could find so many arbitrary bullshit definitions that would exclude me from those words. Mm -hmm. But why bother? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Exactly. And taking this conversation and turning it towards the song that this song is so beautiful and sweet and mm-hmm. wonderful to me because like, not only is it this like absolutely saccharine ass love song, yeah, but it also very much is extremely in conversation with gender and sexuality. Yeah. Um, Of like, like, Butch, uh, uh, butch sapphics, um, are definitely like, you know, in a very like fascinating place with gender of like identifying in association with women, even if you are mm-hmm. not yourself a woman. Yeah. Um, but also through the lens of quote unquote masculinity. Right. Right. And also this like, like stuff like, this is f- frankly, maybe my favorite verse. This is the first time we're actually saying one of the lyrics <laughs> of the lyrics <laughs> of the song. Of the song. <laughs> um, this is probably my my fucking favorite bit. It's so fucking this whole bridge. I'm just gonna say it all. I sing her songs in my garage and make her fall in love with me. And once we're done, the sun is gone. We both sit so nervously. I talk real slow and speak really low hoping she'll lean into me and we just laugh. Cause what was that? We can't take ourselves seriously. Mm -hmm. And like, to me, like that speaks really hard to like, like queer romance is so fucking interesting because like the, the signifiers of romance uh, that we like know in our society and flirting and like stuff like that. And like, are so determined by like cishet normativity and so queer romance is very much in conversation with that because it has to be right and like this idea of like <laughs> like these two butches mm-hmm. trying to do this dance of like Who's the lead? Are yeah. is any of us the lead? Yeah. What's going on here? Yeah. And <laughs> like trying,
1: trying to achieve some preconceived ideal of how they're supposed to act. And then all at once realizing how silly the whole thing is. And that, yeah. that moment of realizing how silly it all is, is a moment that like, I don't know, I, I've, I've experienced that moment before with, you know, with, with romantic partners in the past. And with my current romantic partner and like it, it's, it's, it's such a great moment. It's such a great time of moving past like, okay, we're beyond all of like that initial dance of, of trying to fit the rules of society. And now we're just two people and that, mm-hmm. that laugh, that like letting it all break down. It's that is, that is peak romance.
0: It's, it, it really is like that's, I think like honestly, that's most, some of the most fun shit with, with romance is. Just relishing in how silly it is.
1: Yeah. The song, the song is called Butch for Butch. And the most romantic part of it is where, like, that whole thing comes crashing down.
0: Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Of like, of like, like, and like this whole, like, this, this constant thing of the, of the chorus of, um, this Butch, this Butch, this Butch, this Butch, she makes me go weak in the knees, but I can't let her see me swoon or else she'll think I'm weak. Right. Um, and like, th- again, like that, like, a- idea of like, like, of like that sort of like gender feeling, that gender mm-hmm. conversation of like, like being Butch and very much like feeling like you have to be strong. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, and like, again, like everyone's like, every individual butch person is going to have a different relationship to that. But like, like this, like, I don't know, this like thing of like trying to stay like strong and composed and Mm -hmm. like cool, cool and tough because you think those are romantic qualities. And like, like, because also like that's, and like it's like it's like what you feel like gender and
1: mm -hmm. sexuality it's like it's it starts off hopefully ideally as what you feel and then that becomes like a word or a community or a relationship and then just as quickly it also becomes like a rule set that you have to live by or you feel like you should live by yeah i also you know go you brought up the the chorus and i think it is Importantly, complimented by the last time the chorus is yes, sung, yes, yes, yes after yes, yes. the bridge, after this breakdown. Mm-hmm. I and mean, the only difference is, but I can't let her see me swoon, or else she will think I am sweet, which is a different uh-huh. connotation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, like, I don't know, like, I feel like I could write a fucking essay about this song, <laughs> like, like, the, like. Like, okay, I, am I'm, I'm going to sort of wrap this up because honestly, like, this song is so beautiful and, and like, is such a good jumping off point for talking about, like, gender and sexuality in a, in a sort of critical way. Um, but also just like, on its own is fucking beautiful and like, speaks so much to me and is just a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful song. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna sort of like, um, wrap this up by sort of talking about, uh, 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 in sort of abstract terms, uh, my, like, how this song really feels like and relates to, to me and my current relationship and, like, experiences of romance. Because it is so. <laughs> me and my partner. Uh, we, uh, we've been together for, you know, like, five months at this point. We're still fairly fresh, but, like, Mm -hmm. we're very much, like, committed to each other and we're, we're, like, we're there. Like, it's, like, this is a very solid and great relationship and a very healthy one. Uh, and, like, we have had so many, like, like, I, as a trans lesbian, dating them a non-binary uh uh, just gay person Mm -hmm. um and like that trying to like we've had so many conversations and moments and things of like what is our dynamic because none like we don't fit into any fucking box at all yeah we we don't like like How does our romance work? How does it function?
1: Well, this is where the words break down. It like, it doesn't. The easiest, like most basic example that comes to mind for me is like you imagine a married couple, two men, they're both gay men, and then one of them comes out as a woman. And now that... The other one, who's still a man, is he by now? Is he not gay anymore? Like, no, he's still gay. He's, he loves his wife. Like, like doesn't mm-hmm. have to be the end of the relationship or whatever. It's fine. Yeah. Like he he still loves the same person and doesn't affect his sexuality. But that, like, it's a it's a, like on the surface you look at it and you might try to like poke holes or whatever. You're, you're a shitty person, but
0: right, like.
1: No, that's not how any of it works. It's a personal experience. It's a personal feeling.
0: Yeah, their relationship isn't a plot hole.
1: Like. Right, (laughs) exactly.
0: (laughs) Like, like, like that's a hundred percent thing. It's like, like, I think that is the, like, super important thing is that, like, your sexuality is extremely, you know, like, individually, like, can be extremely, extremely important to you. A hundred percent. But at the end of the day, you're not falling in love with a gender. You're falling in love with people. Yeah. And yeah. like, like, I don't know. Like it's the rules and the language break down so quickly because all of this is made up anyway. Exactly. Exactly. Here, here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that is, uh, that is my song for this week.
1: <laughs> it is sweet like candy.
0: <laughs> sweet like candy. I mean, wouldn't you agree?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I would. And I, Want to just quickly get in? You, any song that's not in four four time, you got me. Uh, you, give me a waltz,
0: I'm I'm there for it. Hell yeah, let's do it. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Also, uh, you you did say at the start that the piano in the song is like a prop rather than a <laughs> than an instrument. <laughs> an instrument. yeah. And uh, I I just really because they are really just slamming on that piano they really are they're in the
1: garage and there's just an old piano and they're just fucking around on it like that's yeah that's what i see
0: a hundred percent like that i feel like is also such like a a like such an important part of the song that we didn't really get into but yeah like again (laughs) i could write an essay i could write a full ass (laughs) essay about this song and uh i uh if if you listening have not heard the song all the way through do it do it do it right now
1: it's a great track yeah it's a great fucking track singing right. the, oh well, anyway let's move on um hello
0: yes jeff yes okay
1: i the it, the discord stuttered but um ah. i said let's move on so we're moving on um yeah.
0: yes uh, make sure make sure that you in- include that technical goof in the oh yeah <laughs> that's really fun edit. for the audience it's it's always so funny it's, yeah, <laughs> it's always so funny.
1: Um, so let's move on to the song that I've decided to bring. It came to my mind not 30 seconds after you prompted me and I looked into <laughs> it, double checked it. Uh, I haven't heard this song since college. Well, I, I listened to it like last week, but mm-hmm. um, this song is called Pon 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 by Carrie oh. Pamyu Pamyu.
0: I think I I think I know this song. Yeah, it's 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 pretty well. Known. I do know this song. The song I saw of the rules. I saw the thumbnail and I immediately was just like, "Yep, yep, this takes me yeah, fucking that's back." The one.
1: <laughs> so let's go ahead and give the song.
0: Oh no, lead up. <laughs> oh. um <laughs> Okay, so you're gonna need to start basically. Are you sure you want me to leave the technical flubs in the episode? <laughs> It's just so fucking funny to me. Did we fucking jinx ourselves? <laughs> that we joked about the technical flubs at the beginning, and then look at what's happened.
1: Yeah. Um, in case I decide to leave this in, my computer did just crash in the middle of the episode, or like like soft crash. I was able to save it, um, oh but yeah, that's where we're at right now. Just just all kinds of horse hockey.
0: Um, yeah. So, could you repeat literally everything that you said before? Then my song <laughs> is uh, "Pon uh-huh. Pon Pon." It
1: is by Kiyomi Pamyu Pamyu and I discovered this song in college, or it was shown to me in college rather. Um, and I, at the time, it was mostly just like, "Look at this wacky YouTube video," because, like, you yeah. know, that was that was what we did in college rather than studying, um, <laughs> and. I I learned while I was like researching for this song that it was written basically as like a national stress relief mission um, after some natural disasters hit. Oh my July god! Really hard in 2011. Yeah,
0: I didn't know well, that. Yeah, I, I I do remember the uh, uh, I do remember the um, God. What was it? Um, it? Was a tsunami? Yeah, tsunami. Yeah, mm-hmm. in, in 2011. I remember that. Yeah. Um. But uh, but yeah. That, I mean. But that's. <laughs> Kind of
1: Yeah, the reason, like, it, it, that, that explains, like, I never really decided to, like, delve into where the song came from or why. Like, looking at the video and looking at the video, it just seems like a scrapbook of a high schooler and ideas, like, just come to life, basically. Yeah. Um, And it's just very fucking sweet and cute and fun and happy and, like... It's called pon pon pon, which that word just means like, uh, it's just like an onomatopoeia for like a bubble popping or a clap of a hand or whatever. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Yeah. We can get into all more, yeah. all of that more. I just, I haven't listened to the song in a long time. And when I listen to it again, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, this is a, this is dope. We're going to, we're going to do it on AGR. <laughs> yeah. That,
0: that is the thing is that like I also like, yeah, a hundred percent. Like when this video came out, uh, uh it was totally it was spread around online as look as look at this wacky video. Mm-hmm. Um which like in retrospect is extremely reductive. Yep. Um and uh I'm very interested to to actually like listen to this song with like fresh ears and yeah and like actually form an opinion on it cuz i don't <laughs> think i really had an opinion on it besides oh wacky. Ooh, wacky um, stuff. <laughs> yeah, cuz like fucking when i saw it i was like 15 or something like that, probably. Mm-hmm. Fucking what was what 2011 was a while ago actually. 2011
1: years. 11 long years ago. Yeah. Um Let's
0: not hey, talk Joe, about can that. Hey, you do the math. Can you do the math really quick? Uh what's 24 minus 11?
1: 13.
0: Thirteen. Okay, I was close. I was close. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, uh, I literally have dyscalculia. Oops. (laughs) Um, uh, But yeah, let's let's give the song a little listen, eh? Let's give it a little listen. Yeah. Say like the the knowledge that this song was like commissioned by the government <laughs> is a it 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 colors it in a in a particular way. I don't know like I don't hundred percent know how.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it was commissioned by the government or if it was just like her mission or like how it came to be specifically. Okay, uh, I, I, and I I don't even know if that's true necessarily. I just gathered that from YouTube comments, but.
0: Oh, oh, well, oh yes, the most reliable source of of human information, the breadth of human knowledge, YouTube Comments. Take it
1: easy. (laughs) Um, Like, considering my knowledge that that is a pretty common facet of Japanese culture, like, it makes Mm. a lot of sense. Like, stress is incredibly high in that country, and they rely on cute shit to reduce stress. That is, like, par for the course yeah and it's also for me
0: yes and and there is a a uh a, there's a, there's a lot of history there that mm-hmm. we cannot possibly unpack
1: mm-hmm. we don't have uh, all that time especially after our our gender and sexuality uh seminar, right but... we've
0: already had one like first <laughs> off neither of us are fucking experts on no. that no clearly anyway um, but just taking the song at its, at its, like, uh, uh, uh on face value, I should say. Mm-hmm. Taking the song at face value, uh, it's just really like, yeah, just like really imaginative and like fun. And like, this is like, like, if you were to, like, Chemically boil down the pure essence of pop music. This w- might be the end result. Yeah. It yeah. is, yeah, very bubbly and, and cute and posy. And like the, the visuals in the video, like, like are truly super cool. Like really well done. Really imaginative and creative and like like you know back in the day we always we were just like oh wacky video ha 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 but no there's like a really like unified aesthetic here it like it really does make sense it does work well together um as as like also i think again like i i wish we knew more so that we could speak more on it but i think you know just like a a a sort of observation that, however it, however the like specific origins of its creation, the um, uh, the implication that the song was in reaction to a natural disaster, and uh, and then deciding to do this like m- this really interesting mix of really cutesy aesthetic with a bit of a spooky yeah vibe and like skeleton death aesthetic yeah exactly it's, um, it's
1: like there's it's really? it's cute and also kind of gross out like yeah. like you like there's like a beating human heart and it's like all like blue and polka dot and you know mhm and yeah, it, it kind of like so quickly vacillates between the two of those things, which is why I said originally like this is we're talking about the video here because it's mostly what we have to go off of. The, there's not many English lyrics in the song, um, but, you know, it, it's, it's like basically if you took all of the doodles in a, in a high school trapper keeper and you churn them up into a video, this is what it would be. Mm-hmm. And it's super high production value and it's very, very fun to look at.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And like there's like a couple of things that like really like stick out to me. Like like mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm looking at the frame now of the singer this singer's head with her mouth open and a swarm of birds yeah. flying out. Yeah. So it's like there's like several things in this video where I'm just like like Obviously, like, it's generally just like, you know, they solidified an aesthetic and Mm -hmm. then went in as many creative directions as they could with it. But also, there are several things where I'm just like, I am so curious if there is some sort of like cultural context to the imagery that would be helpful to understanding it. I don't know. It, it
1: It feels so much like it's like, it's there because I want it there. Like, yeah, it's, it's like it's just pure id. Um, mm-hmm. I, it's it's funny too because you mentioned the birds and like there's the the scene where like she farts or whatever. And there's there's it's it's it struck me because all of the stuff that stuck out to me when I watched this video eight years ago, um, nine years ago, uh, and and I was like, oh, that's so weird. That's so wacky. That's so funny. I still it, it is all of those things. I'm not going to pretend it's not weird and wacky, but it no, for sure, I have a new appreciation for it. Like it's it's exactly what it wants to me. And I think it's I think it's beautiful for that.
0: Right. Well, because like like, let's be real. The uh, the sort of um, the popular like this is a this is a very real thing that was very uh, popular on the Internet. At the time uh, uh, on on Western internet, I should say mm-hmm. uh, uh, American internet. Uh, Talking
1: about the morph suit. No. Oh, okay. Go but on. But that was
0: that. You're right. That was very popular. <laughs> but no, there was this like like the reason why there is such a sort of attempt at a cultural turnaround about the word and use of the term cringe Mm -hmm. is in reaction to the internet that joe and i grew up with which was like like very much like there i feel like there was a a, a, uh there's sort of like waves of the like i've seen i've seen a lot of the history of the internet and it's very strange but Mm -hmm. like at the beginning that i was that i saw because like obviously there were there were you know, things that were before my time. But, um, but, like, going on forums and sharing stuff like that, like, through there, and then then through the birth of YouTube, uh, like, another big cultural wave took over, and then, you know, like, it's a whole thing. But, like, there was a, a very particular slice of the internet that I remember when I was a kid that was, like, a little post-YouTube. Yeah. Which was extremely focused on making fun of people and putting them in cringe compilations Mm -hmm. or this like, um, just sort of like cultural idea of, of cringe and like, and like, first off fucking like, you know, can't ignore how, um, how cringe has been like, weaponized against, like, neurodivergent and disabled people and queer people. Like, cringe has been very much used as a weapon on, on the internet to, like, uphold a, a, um, white, cishet, uh, uh, aloe, um, uh, uh, able-bodied sort of hierarchy, right? right? As much as there is, uh, in the physical reality, unfortunately, and that we are, uh, uh, working towards dismantling um and that is like why there is like now this like um attempt at a cultural turnaround of cringe of like um of it started with cringe is dead mm, yeah and then is now evolving to uh actually cringe isn't necessarily dead. it's just that it has been turned around. And the only
1: cringe thing there is, is calling other things cringe. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Basically, <it. laughs> I'm just like,
0: like, uh, uh, there's, um, uh, on, uh, on YouTube, uh, uh, Thought Slime and, um, Sophie from Sophie. Mars. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. They have their, their cringe show Corner. Cringe Corner, uh, which is extremely good. And I would encourage you watching it if you have not, it's great. um, um, uh, but, uh, but yeah, there, uh, uh, but like all that to say that like when this video came out and was being spread around in the U S that it being wacky was seen as a negative and cringe quality of it, yeah. uh, to a lot of the internet at mm-hmm. the time. Um, and also that like, also at the time that, um, there were, there was much less, stuff going around on the internet uh and like you you know could go like now we are at a point of like hyper capitalist internet yeah of the internet was so
1: much more low stakes back then
0: (laughs) it was it was there's like it's such a it's such an interesting thing talking about like the history of the internet because like there's a lot of good and a lot of bad Mm -hmm. um Uh, but that, like, now looking back at this video, like, in, I guess, something of a post cringe world. Yeah. Of looking back at it and then being like, fuck, not only is the song a bop, it's a full ass bop, it's extremely danceable, it's so fun, Mm -hmm. but also all of the, like, visuals, all of the antics, the, the, the Mm -hmm. wackiness of it is so like it's not random mm-hmm. and it's no. also it's like, so
1: staged it's so yeah. like precise
0: yes yeah absolutely and like you know it's sort of like overwhelming a little bit yeah but also is like just so fucking interesting to look at and yeah. like also i just love in the in the main like stage area The ginormous box of Kraft Mac. Yeah. (laughs) I like macaroni and cheese. What of it? (laughs) Yeah. That's about how much mac and cheese I eat in a week. (laughs) Um, but yeah, like there is like this, this fucking video and song is so creative and like interesting and, and wonderful and expressive in a way that is like, just so fun to watch.
1: Yeah. So this this conversation is reminding me of uh, a, a quote that I recently saw from the the late pop producer Sophie. Um, oh yeah. And it, I can't find the whole thing, but it was basically she was saying that, um, that there's such a high premium placed in in music. There's such a high premium placed on. Music that is, like, genuine and vulnerable and emotional mm-hmm. and raw. And that's great. Like, that's that's a good thing to strive for in music. But, and here's the quote, I think all pop music should be about is who can make the loudest, brightest thing. That, to me, is an interesting challenge musically and artistically. And that, like, that feeling is... The 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 energy that I'm bringing into this video now, and I did not have that. I I mean, it wasn't like Sophie necessarily that enlightened me, but I I mean, I think she did kind of what was behind part of the shift culturally. Yeah, yeah. Um, and in that energy, like, because that that was from 2015. That quote, and Mm. like the in between 2011 and now, I have shifted on on how I view this video. Um, and I think that is a result of, of, you know, that, that energy being shifted that way. And like, I don't know, it's, it's just so much more enjoyable to, to enjoy things genuinely rather than trying to be ironic and trying to be smarter than it and cooler than it. Like, and you know what, now that we're talking about it, it's reminding me of our conversation with Butch for Butch. It's like the same thing. It's like, you know, like I don't need to be cooler than you. I don't need to be tougher than you. Like I can... Just kind of be me, and you can just kind of be you, and we can love each other for that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. There's, um, uh, and, uh, uh I, I tried explaining this on my most recent stream, uh, and I don't know if I was successful, uh, because, uh, uh, streaming is, uh, uh now that I'm getting back into it, I am like having a, a, a more, like, solid appreciation for how difficult this is also going to be a long episode by the way yeah Um, (laughs) uh uh hey we haven't recorded in a long time we want to talk um uh but uh having a a more solid appreciation for like how different and difficult streaming is compared to podcasting yeah um or, or rather that like that they are completely different skill sets yeah um and uh uh and like i was actually having a conversation with my roommate literally today about this of like like i don't think that there is like things that are objectively more challenging or more valuable than anything else yeah i think it's just different skill sets that require different you know uh uh uh, training and understanding and thought Mm -hmm. um and uh like very much that like podcasting and streaming are very different skill sets and i'm still like You know, like coming to like uh, fully understand that of like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a good performer. I am funny and interesting and engaging. You know, I'm, I'm Mm -hmm. not uh, trying to shit on myself. I'm doing a good job. Uh, but also that like, you know, challenges, struggles, it's, it's a, it's a skill set that I'm building. Yeah. Um, uh, well, uh, uh I will just sneak
1: in here to say hell yeah you are you are a good performer.
0: <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank uh, you.
1: Love the new the new stream situation you've got going on and and I know it's going to keep going from there. Uh, yeah. continue thank
0: your you. thought. Thank you. twitchtv demon Thank you. Uh but uh, uh <laughs> um but I tried explaining this uh, uh on my stream last night uh that Uh, my, like, New Year's resolutions are are bullshit, and we all agree on that. Um, but my New Year's resolution this year is to be stupider. (laughs) (laughs) My... That was
1: my coworker's uh, resolution last year. She's a good friend of mine. Um, uh, and <laughs> that was that was one of them uh, to to achieve um, bimbo status. I think was the
0: <laughs> the goal. Amazing, amazing. Like uh, and like to me, like what that means is like not that I'm like putting less thought into stuff. Yeah, like you know, I, I you know hope listening to the rest of this episode proves that i, I still very much care about putting a lot of thought into stuff mm-hmm. but that like um but that like in terms of um it, more just like acknowledging that um that uh and i'm actually forgetting how this ties back to what we were talking about before that's fine but basically that like acknowledging that and fully internalizing that Um, intelligence is fake. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that everyone's a dumbass. Yeah. And yeah, I I was
1: inspired by this show. Uh, something that you you all said a long time ago. Hashtag dumbass rights. rights. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, being a dumbass uh, is uh, great
0: yeah fucking like because that's that's the thing right is that like intelligence is a is a performance right mm-hmm. uh you want to be perceived as smart mm-hmm. and uh and there is a lot of yeah cultural baggage to that there's a, a, a uh <laughs> fucking history of eugenics there that we could get into that we're not going to mm-hmm. but um but that like um but that like intelligence is a is a is a is is a performance is a is a game you try to win which Mm -hmm. is convincing other people that you are smart yeah but any definition of what intelligence means will always fall short or at worst actively imply some extremely horrendous shit yeah um and just living with the like like understanding and knowledge that everyone is stupid as fuck <laughs> Um and like we we are emotional creatures we want things we like have desires and uh, uh instincts and there is this extremely like ridiculous idea that somehow humanity should be Turning to AI or this, that, and the other to negate the, uh, uh, the emotional reactions of humanity mm-hmm. to, um, to that, that will somehow bring us to a higher echelon of society. Uh, yeah. If we remove the literal human element. Mm-hmm. And that is ridiculous yeah yeah y'all
1: go watch go watch irobot and then calm (laughs) down
0: (laughs) yeah 100 um and like like that is the thing is that like no absolutely not we are not ever going to be capable there is no such thing as objectivity there is no such thing as an objective reality where everything is like
1: Mm
0: -hmm. you know like There is One a thing that has, is, you know, sets of rules like no. Yeah. Everyone has a personal relationship to existence.
1: You can set up a bunch of rules with a computer program or you can have a program write its own rules with our artificial intelligence. But they're just just the same way that like people want to argue that like, I don't know. I always have a lot of pushback to anyone that like uses the word natural in order to mean like good or correct like it's not sure like it's it's there's there's no you there's no rule set for your rule set you know you can Mm -hmm. define things as natural or unnatural but that does not that does not have any meaning outside of natural or unnatural like there's no other meaning attached to it other than what you attach to it yourself and everyone else may attach different values to that so like Mm -hmm. i don't know Uh, we don't (laughs) <laughs> let's you know what let's pick another theme in this area and
0: sometime soon
1: and then we can revisit
0: these conversations yeah hundred percent a hundred percent because we are really uh uh we're we're really dragging this whole episode out good um, god but a
1: song with a sweet yes. like candy a nice sweet easy one for the road
0: a hundred percent no but like just to wrap it up before we go to the break that mm-hmm. um that, hashtag dumbass rights anyway yeah
1: Th- there we are there I we mean, are let's much, let's take right? a break
0: yeah let's let's take a break uh, and then we'll spin the wheel no. and <laughs> hopefully not go on another half an hour dance <laughs> we'll see though we'll see one <laughs> we'll
1: two
0: three let's go and welcome back now i'm going to talk for two hours about (laughs) about the history of of eugenics get ready (laughs) no um absolutely not um not right now anyway um uh hey it's it's time for me to spin the wheel and i feel like i haven't spun the wheel in like a bajillion years
1: hold up uh before you do that, <laughs> yeah. Do last time we did this, we did our plugs in the middle of the episode. Do you want to do that again, or oh, you wanna-
0: right, yeah, we should probably do that. We should probably do that, but don't cut <laughs> this to make it seem uh, uh, natural. Just include this bit of the conversation. this sounds good, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have to include the technical flubs. This mm-hmm. is the rule now. This, this episode isn't long enough yet. Yeah, it's always funny and worthwhile.
1: Jupiter. Okay, we. Stop making it funny, because then I might want to leave it in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, Joe, no, I am always hilarious. (laughs) You have to include every word that I say.
1: Hold on, Jupiter, before you spin that wheel, let me tell you about a little place you can go on the internet called www.mushroomstation.net.
0: Whoa, is Uh, that the snack company? (laughs) (laughs)
1: no it's not the snack company it's our podcast network dumbass
0: yeah oh wow (laughs) (laughs)
1: um it's our podcast network it's our website where you can go and see all three podcasts that we uh more or less jupiter (laughs) creates um (laughs) There's this show, Artificial Ghost Radio. There's Enchanting Aspects, which Jupiter does with Amy, where they talk about fun little bits of art. Um, And there's Ghost on Pacific, a narrative horror show. And they're all wonderful. They're all great. And you should check out the website and check out the shows. And also, oh, we just did our first Patreon stream this last week. And if you're curious to see how that went, you can see the VOD, which will be released early in March.
0: Yeah, March 1st. Um,
1: so, if you're a patron, you can join us live as we're streaming and help us out in chat. But anyone who would be interested in seeing our little extra excursions can watch the videos on demand uh, about a month um, after the stream goes live.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, we've been uh, having a lot of fun. Uh, just sort of like uh, we... Uh, uh, building up mushroom station and continuing to like like essentially just like nail down everything that we're doing so that we can add something new on top of it Mm -hmm. and uh being able to start doing patreon streams like we did that first one and it went so well it was so so fun and i'm so so excited for the vod to go up yeah um and we were right uh, we were right about pokemon we were we we were and are right about Pokemon and always mm-hmm. will be because we're geniuses. That's um, right. And uh, uh, <laughs> um, and uh, I'm I'm just so so excited for for us to continue to be able to expand. Eventually, you know, we will have podcasts that aren't mine <laughs> on the network. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers cringers. I sure hope so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, um, but
1: you know, it's but, yeah. it's fun. It's a small little effort, and we're glad that you're here listening. Um mm-hmm. you can find out more about our other shows. You can find oh you can also join the Discord. The Discord is free to the public, so
0: you can yeah, find a link to at, that from on our on website. The website as well. You can also find our Twitter and stuff on our YouTube page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Hey Joe. Yeah. Hey Joseph.
1: Uh yeah, the it seems like the handle that you're holding for the wheel is starting to glow violently it looks
0: yeah yeah it's um i, I sort of like grabbed the the handle and um and then didn't spin and then uh-huh. now there there are um you know because we were doing the plugs and i forgot that we were going to do that uh and uh now there are thorns just sort of pressing into my hand yeah you can uh, spin and I it can't, yeah, I can't actually let like, go until I spin it. So I'm gonna go ahead and spin yeah. it. Yeah,
1: I feel like if you don't spin it real soon, one of us is gonna get gacked.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, that slime is still uh, <laughs> that, it's that still, big old bucket
1: of slime is still hanging over our heads.
0: Yeah, like a like the bucket of Damocles. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All right. That's right. Spinning the wheel. Let's go.
1: Oh shit! Oh, sorry.
0: It's the it's it's it's.
1: The wheel of
0: discord. Almost forgot.
1: The wheel of discord. No one has told us to stop. Yeah, and I said I'm going to keep doing it until I'm told to stop. So yeah, this is okay. your fault, listener.
0: <laughs> this is your fault, listener. We're we're putting this. We're putting uh, uh, this. <laughs> we're putting the bucket of Damocles over your head now. <laughs> 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 um, okay, so I'm excited. Okay. I'm excited because my song, uh, this, this week is Broken Machine by Nothing But Thieves. Okay. Hell yeah.
1: This is a band I've heard you talk about, but I'm not actually familiar with.
0: I love Nothing But Thieves. Uh, Nothing But Thieves, um, was a band that was introduced to me, uh, I, maybe like two years ago, uh, back when, um, back when we and miles did uh listener suggestion episodes where where people would just suggest songs for us to listen to mm-hmm. um which uh uh frankly uh, if anybody out there is curious as to where this went i think i just like the patreon episodes more yeah they're fun um but uh uh but who knows we might we might bring that back at some point we, you can never tell anything with this show <laughs> it changes format basically whenever we want it to <laughs> seriously um there it, it was introduced to me uh, about two years ago or something like that and um somehow i don't know that i have brought a nothing but theme song since then i might be wrong but like there are so many like bands that i listen to a lot but mm-hmm. have just not shown up yeah. on the show yet yeah and it's so wild to me yeah um uh, uh, but this song is the, uh, sort of title track of the album, Broken Machine, uh, that is, this album is fucking incredible. And I don't really have anything more to say about this song before we get into it. Uh, it's just good. All right. Let's hear it. So now you're going to listen to it. And so is our listeners <laughs> because that's what This show is. That's what this
1: show is.
0: (laughs) Yes, that is the format, and that will not change. That won't change unless it does. Unless we do a theme. Unless we do a theme where it's just like songs that the other host can't listen to. (laughs) 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 All right, let's get the song a little listen. Let's do it.
1: No- nothing but these, yeah. uh because you're a coward. <laughs> ah, I'm a fool. This, this, this is a great song. It's a good song.
0: It's a great fucking song. Why listen to nothing? Listen, I, this is my homework for you, Joe. After the, we're done recording, uh listen to the entire album. I don't know if I'm going to do it
1: tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's late, but I'm definitely going to play it at work tomorrow. 100. Okay, hell yeah, hell yeah,
0: hell yeah. Um, yeah, uh, this. Nothing but thieves, fucking slaps. They are excellent, uh, and this song is fucking great. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna start this off with something uh, completely unrelated to the song for a second. Cool. Because uh, I just want to, I just want to really quick, because because this thought is like uh, codifying, I think is the word, like solidifying in my head. Um, uh, and it's something that I've, I've been, like, trying to, like, articulate for a while, um, uh, is my extreme gripe with GeniusLyrics.com, <laughs> which is that the... Uh, I, I feel like the website kind of doesn't encourage media analysis, necessarily. Yeah. Because the way that... Anyone can log in and add a, um, an annotation to the, to any lyric in any song. Um, but also that different lyrics can be annotated by, of the same song can be annotated by different people. It means that, um, that A, that what becomes the quote-unquote official interpretation of the song is just some random person's interpretation. Yeah. But also that the same song, if you're looking at the annotations, can have very completely different interpretations. (laughs) Verse by verse. Verse by verse. Yeah. Um, And it's fucking wild. And I would just, you know, encourage... Everyone to have their own interpretation and meaning found in songs and not, I don't click on the, on the annotations anymore. <laughs> I, I have, I have, uh, uh society has moved past the need for genius lyrics.
1: <laughs> I love uh, it in theory if I'm being honest. Like I, I love the idea of yeah. it being a communal thing like let's figure this out together, but then there's, mm-hmm. you know, you're right. Like once somebody does it, it's like, ah, "I found on Wikipedia or like whatever, you know, right. if they did that much."
0: <laughs> right. And plus there is um uh, uh I also feel that there is a mistake that is made and like I have fully made this mistake on this show before and might make it again, that uh, there is this, uh, especially in song analysis, I feel like there is this common mistake of trying to uh, connect the lyrics to the artist directly in a literal sense.
1: Like figure out what, what the artist was trying to say
0: rather than kind of figuring out what the song is trying to say. Right, um, right. There's like there's like a an an a a very like there's a lot of like literalism I guess yeah. to it. Of just like, okay, well, how is this telling the story of this literal artist's literal life? I don't care how many people collaborated on writing the song. Yeah. <laughs> um uh it's it's a it's a it's a it's a very common mistake and one that I have made and might make again. So I'm I'm not being judgmental here. That- um I, I want to
1: just give you uh, and anyone who's done this a little bit of a break, like that can mm-hmm. be helpful and very interesting in some cases. But yeah, you know, 100%. as with everything, uh, one lens is never enough.
0: Exactly, exactly. Um, which is honestly, like, I really wish that media lit- literacy was uh, taught more in <laughs> in schools. Yeah. I feel like that would be very helpful for a lot of people. Um, but, oh well. You know, we, we work with what we got. <laughs> um, uh, 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 but, actually talking about this song, I love it. Uh, to me, what this song seems to be talking about to me is like... Because, if you continue to listen on on this album, Nothing With Thieves seems to very much... Fucking hate capitalism okay okay and and good for them because yeah and they're right because um viewing their art through an anti-capitalist lens i think is uh uh very helpful uh and that is something that like really like uh, and this interpretation is something that i'm just now like solidifying right the fuck now that what this song seems to be saying to me is like this song is about working. It is about productivity, um, and the idea of like the character of this song of being a. There is a very um, a, a, a something that I have felt a lot. You know, working a lot of different, mostly grocery store jobs, and even doing what I do now, which is podcasting and streaming and 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 internet entertainment. Which is that, like, under capitalism, you always have to push forward. You always have to yeah. be on schedule. Yeah. You always oh, have my to, God. to. Right. And that's so much uh, better
1: because I, I, my first blush, first listen, I was like, oh, you know, maybe it's about like a, you know, a, a heartbreak. You know, a relationship went south, and you can't, can't get over it, you know, kind of thing. Like, which is. Fine. It's a passable reading, but that's so much better because I didn't, (laughs) when listening, I didn't really love the bridge. Um, It's like not super interesting in, in my like vision, but with that reading specifically, like, yo, that's what I feel on a day to day basis. My head goes forward and my heart goes back. I'm always thinking ahead and trying to figure out what my next step is. But my heart is always like thinking of better times I had before. Which is whoa, right. kind of scary, huh?
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and like that is sort of like what I was talking about earlier this episode of like human beings are emotional creatures. The things that humans want, generally speaking, are like like very emotionally based of community or fucking entertainment or yeah. love or purpose or um or like whatever what we what humans don't want intrinsically is to be productive yeah well i mean i mean not that like productivity is like an evil word or whatever yeah, I, but but rather than like, like people do want to work like that exactly, is a, unquestionably yeah. like like i'm not like saying that people don't want to work what i'm saying is that and people want to provide for their communities but like rather that like the way we think about productivity under capitalism, the way we think about work, is so removed from humanity. It is yeah. so removed from that, like, that thing of, like, providing for other people, providing for your community, being able to help. I genuinely believe in my heart of hearts that people intrinsically want to help one another. Yes, yes. But it is the system that we live in that heavily incentivizes us to uh, self-isolate mm-hmm. and um, to reduce your self-image to that of a, uh, of, that of just, like, someone who is productive and that is it. mm mm-hmm. um, And, like... Measure success in salary, you know? Exactly. Right? Exactly. Like... The system that we live in is very heavily, um, you know, like capitalists will talk about competition as if it's a fucking <laughs> like as if it is the gold standard of Don't humanity. Don't get me
1: started, Jupiter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no, like, like competition is not why humans are up put on this earth, and that is <laughs> that is my that is my belief. Is yes, that I completely agree. We, We are here to collaborate with each other. We are here to help one another. We are here to, uh, uh, to provide for those who can't provide for themselves. We are here for, uh, to, like, to be creative and to, um, to, like, add more than we subtract. And that is, I think, what this song is talking about. Yeah. Of as we push forward individually, as we as individuals push forward in the system. And this is something I see a lot with like, you know, people older in, of older generations who like back when they were about our age, they were like fucking like feeling very similar shit, feeling like, like the world needed to change. But then as they were forced to. Go to work every day as they were, you know, as as they were forced into a capitalist system, they start to just lose their sense of identity and fail to imagine mm-hmm. any possibility other than what they're doing, because ultimately survival comes first. Survival comes before happiness mm-hmm. in like our instincts, I think, mm-hmm. um, which sorry not to be depressing, <laughs> But, like, like this, like, idea of pushing forward and pushing forward and never demanding anything, and all you are trying to achieve is, like, not happiness but success, and yeah. your heart gets left behind.
1: Yep. Yep. I, I – related to this, I want to add the additional reading. I mean, when you said – that nothing but thieves, by and large, has like some very anti-capitalist values. I started looking at the lyrics again, and my first instinct after hearing that was not that this song is about a person working under capitalism, but about capitalism itself. The, okay. the machine is broken. The the wheels are still oh. spinning, but it's spinning out of control. Like, and oh. now it's time to go. Um, so that's one other fun, you know, like, you know, there's, there's multiple layers, multiple lenses, yada, yada. I don't really want to like spend too much. I don't have a unified take on that, but Mm -hmm. from a production side, I was like, I was very interested in the song, especially for the first couple of verses and the first chorus. Mm -hmm. Um, I wish they had kind of leaned more into it, but I really love the fact that the lyrics like will, will, some things have started to fail some things have some like you the, the lyrics are stuttering the, the way that they're singing they they sing the same line the record skips basically like they right they don't they, they, the the things are starting to fail like it's it's perfect like the analogy is is carried out in the performance um and i love shit like that that's fucking great <laughs> um yeah and also in the second verse, it might have just been a weird audio bug with YouTube, but I was like, I, I reacted viscerally because the second time it came around and it said, "I'm just a broken machine." I heard just like a little like glitchy sound as the word "broken" came through.
0: Yes, that is, is, that- is intentional. That is okay. that is in the song. So it's also I think there's a little one in the first verse also.
1: Yeah. Um, so I love that, and I, yeah. I I love that aspect of it. I. Again, I kind of wish they had leaned more into it as the song went on. Like as they go on, there's like singing at the same time as this like electronic vocaloid sound. So, so not vocaloid, but vocalizer. So it sounds mm-hmm. kind of like a, like a rusty robot person kind of wailing in pain or whatever. It's it like there's some of it, but I, yeah, anyway, I, I love, yeah. I love that. It's fucking phenomenal. It's genius. It's great shit. Keep it up.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Just
1: because this is a music podcast, so we should talk about music too, I think.
0: <laughs> that, that is fair. That is fair. Do we even, did we even really talk about the, like, <laughs> the musical components of the last two songs? I don't think we did. <laughs> <And> um, <laughs> whatever, whatever. This, like, here's the thing, and this has always been true, is that Art Ghost is a, <laughs> An anything podcast yeah. disguised as a music podcast. Jupiter, they heard the clip. It's fine. We're all they caught heard up. the clip. <laughs> and like I, I hear you know pretty you know like uh, uh, whenever people like speak up and and talk about the show that like like that people do discover music through us. So mm-hmm. like we're we're doing our job. Yeah. Yeah, I guess.
1: Um, I guess. Our jo- I I guess. I, in my mind, our job is to just kick it and have some fun, so oh, we're doing for it. for sure, for sure.
0: <laughs> like, like whatever our job is, we're doing it. We're, exactly. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, uh, I, I think that is all I have to say about this song right at this moment. Uh, I really, really enjoy Nothing but Thieves I really really enjoy uh the song and this album uh this might not even I, I this isn't my favorite song on the album but it is extremely good mm-hmm. uh and um uh, I I would highly encourage that everyone listen to Nothing but Thieves cuz it's a fucking good band. They also have oh, yeah. a a song uh that is that was made for the TV show Vikings that is a uh a cover of I Need a Hero that makes it sound like it's from the perspective of an extremely gay vampire. Okay. All right. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, uh, g- go listen to that also. What could go
1: wrong there? That's
0: excellent. <laughs> That's it's fucking great. It's, it's 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 one of my favorite songs. I think. So that those so. those
1: that was the that was the sweet songs that was the sweet songs <laughs> episode. Um, our yeah, next episode uh, <laughs> is going to be a Patreon episode decided by the Patreon. Uh, listeners. Vote
0: vote now on your phones if this episode was particularly saccharine. Yeah,
1: let us know how sweet it was on a scale of one to ten.
0: Yeah, add us on on Twitter. At Mushroom Pods. At Mushroom Pods
1: on Twitter and tell us just how sweet it was for your day.
0: Yes, yes, please <laughs> But yes, next episode is going to be a
1: Patreon suggestion episode mm-hmm. So in the Discord, if you're a Patreon supporter uh, There is a Patreon lounge section in the channels And then there is a theme suggestions channels. Pop over into there and let us know what types of songs you'd like us to pick out for next episode um, yeah. we'll take any suggestions and then Jupiter I, and I will choose one a few days before we record kind of just mm-hmm. stuff of what we think will be the best for the show. No, no real rule set. So don't put no, too much pressure I, on it.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's, there's absolutely no, like, like, and what, is this only the third one we've done? Fourth one? Yeah. Third? Third. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Uh, uh, so like, uh, I, I almost want to be doing these more often, but it doesn't. <laughs> It
1: doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll <laughs> They're fun though. We'll it, 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 yeah. They're they so they have been fun. I mean, every episode that we've recorded so far has been fun. And, uh, I think we're, I think we're getting better at it. I, I don't really yeah. wanna hear feedback if you're gonna tell me anything different than that, but if you agree with me, let me know <laughs> please
0: yeah if you if you agree with us that we're doing a great job, make sure that you uh, uh leave a make sure review. that you gratify us there. make sure that you <laughs> add us on Twitter at mushroom Pods, to tell us how good of a job we're doing. please. Thank you and leave us a review on iTunes.
1: yeah <laughs> that would be so sweet of you
0: it'd be so sweet of you like candy
1: like candy and we all want to be more like candy alright I think we're both hyper so it's time to end the show
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh this uh the final cut of this episode is gonna be pretty pretty long probably the longest one that we've recorded <laughs> so far uh, but I'm excited for it. Let's let's mm-hmm. end it off. Uh, thank you so much for listening to Artificial Ghost Radio. Uh, and we hope you had a wonderful time. And we will see you when we see you. Bye. Uh, bye-bye. Gotta go call my sister. I gotta go call
1: my sister.
0: Oh, shit, I forgot. <laughs>